Hey everybody and welcome back for another episode of My Point of View with me, Camila. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 10. I can't believe we're already 10 episodes in, 10 weeks in. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> this is a very exciting episode. And it's again another solo episode. How's everybody doing? I haven't talked to you in a while here by myself alone in my room. So yeah, I hope you're all safe. And we're gonna go back to the solo episode kind of episode. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, okay? I'm, my thoughts are all over the place. I haven't done an episode like this in a while. But yeah, basically, today we're gonna talk about a couple of things. First, I'm gonna talk about the whole changes that are going on with my podcast. I have talked a bit about them in the intros of an of the other episodes, sorry. And now I'm gonna talk a little bit more in depth 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 about them. Yes, that word. And then because I wanna you know I wanna make this episode a little bit more like get to know me but still interesting to listen. I wanna talk about the wait, I wanna search how to say the word correctly because I can't for the life of me pronounce this word but um the enneagram 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 yes enneagram <laughs> I can't the enneagram test personality test I'm sure everyone knows what it is but if you don't I'm gonna talk a bit about them the story behind it you know the whole graphic and everything and then I'm gonna do the test live because I've done it once and I got type 6 but I don't know I want to do it more like in depth again with the world and I want to do it more like I don't know I want to do it again thinking a bit more about my answers to see if I get the same type I am totally a type 6 I've been reading about the every type and I'm a type 6 for sure, but who knows, maybe that would change. And also, you know, the connection between the different types. I found I found this Enneagram thing very interesting. The history is very interesting. It's very, like, spiritual and religion, you know, connected. So, yeah, that's basically today's episode. Let's hope it's not, like, 300 hours long. But, yeah, if I want to give you, like, a... I don't know if it's like an FYI or something. Maybe I sound very tired. It's because I am. I'm in the middle of final season here in Argentina. Final se- what is here in my school? I don't know if this is everywhere, but in my school, final season actually is like a month long. I know that in the States it's like a couple of weeks. Here is like a month. Yeah, basically a month. So yes, yeah, so I'm studying, studying, studying. So maybe that's why I'm so tired. I've been going to bed at 3 a.m. and waking up at 10 a.m. to study all over again. But yeah, the good thing is that by the 24th of July, uh, I think, yeah, the 24th is the day I give my or I take my last final, which means after that until August the 18th, I think I will be free for three weeks to just work on my podcast myself future career stuff because (laughs) i need to find a job an internship or something but yeah oh my god i miss talking to you people 
I haven't talked like this in a while <laughs> because every time I do an interview I get so I don't know if it's like an interview but I guess the episode I guess I get so nervous and the thing is that I edit my podcast of course like everyone when you you know stumble on your words or you say something wrong and you really don't get the chance to do that while you're with someone and I don't know it's weird they're very fun but they're like weird okay I'm rambling so let's start with like the order that i told you <laughs> we were gonna do <laughs> so my podcast as you may have already noticed my podcast now is not only solo episodes i have guests i've been having guests i'm gonna have more guests guests <laughs> i don't know how to say that but yeah the thing is when i started my podcast basically no Let's go way back. When I started listening to podcasts, there were usually podcasts that had like two people or like a, two two hosts, hosts or like two people or more than two people. Never, there were never solo podcasts. So, and those people like recorded them being in the same room. So I was like, okay, I can't do the podcast that I want to do that is like in English Because where well, I'm going to find someone that wants to do it with me in English. And you know just get together one day at a week to record something like this. So yeah, that was that. that's why making a podcast was an idea that was never really in my head for quite a while. And then I found Katie Bellardis. I'm always mentioning her. I love her. Just I, I hope you all know that. Think and think. <laughs> Uh, podcast which is a solo podcast and it's really i'm trying to think but yeah the only podcast that i listened there was just one person talking you know it was her alone yes her alone no one else maybe she had like a guest but i never heard that episode so yeah so that was really interesting for me and that kind of gave me the idea that i was able to start this alone with no one else just me talking you know as a personal journal that's how i describe this podcast every time someone some somebody asks me what this is about it's like a personal journal really because i don't have maybe lifestyle is my stuff in my top it's my main topic but i don't know it's more like a personal journal i talk about a lot of things here and i want to talk about way more things but then you know coronavirus strike hit i don't know how you say it but yeah coronavirus came and basically every single person that had a podcast that you needed like two people instead of one to do it have you know share their ways of doing their podcast remotely you know by zoom sandcaster whatever and i saw a lot of people that started doing interviews that way and guest episodes that way and i was really interested in that and i was like oh this is really cool so yeah so i just started reaching out to people and some responded yes some didn't even respond some people said no and yeah basically that's it if you want to know with what with what i've been recording basically we do like a zoom call and then we turn off the mic stand and then we just enter to a Zencaster link which is like a hosting not a hosting service but yeah but it's like um a place where i mean 
for example, I don't know how to explain it, but for example, I'm recording an episode with whoever is listening to this. I'm going to say you, for example, whoever, and I send you my Sencaster link and it records two voices, your voices, your voice and my voice in two different, like, two separate audios so I can edit them. But basically it records them with such high quality. It's amazing. It, when I hear to my two last episodes that I did, it feels like we're in the same room, you know? It doesn't feel like I'm on the other side of the world, basically, from those people. So that's amazing. So yes, Encaster is amazing. I 100% recommend it. The only thing is that I remember that I saw on a video, I think it was Natalie's Barbo video on how to make how to make a podcast, yes, or something like that. And she said that, like, when two voices speak at the same time, the audio gets kind of corrupted. I think that's how you say it, but it's just, it gets kind of weird. And that didn't happen when we were two people. But my last episode, we were four. That uh, that was like a promotion. Promotion? I don't know. It was like a thing that Sencaster got out because coronavirus outbreak. So you had unlimited time to record and unlimited guests if not if you're using it free you have eight hours i think it's eight hours a month and just one guest so yeah basically now we're gonna have one guest at a time <laughs> if i find some something somewhere else to record it i'm gonna but yeah one of so the only time that the audio got corrupted was when we were four and we were like three speaking at the same time. When we were two, that didn't really happen. But we were four, yes. But I mean, we were four. That's a lot of people. Five, basically. We were five. Four guests and me. So we were five. So that's a lot of people in one episode. So, I mean, yes. But it you can really hear that. I kind of try to edit out the parts that you can sound. It sounds kind of weird, but basically it's in the laughs and everything because there are five people laughing at the same time but yeah basically <laughs> that's that that's how i record my interview episodes it's crazy i never thought that i was actually gonna be able to do that because if you know i mean you must know but if you don't i'm from argentina which is very very far away from the states which is basically where everyone is from or everyone i follow is from or everyone i want in my podcast is from so yeah now that you know you just send emails and or dms or anything to anyone really and people are responding it's so crazy like really big people are responding and i have here the list of guests that i have lined up i have one two three four five for the next month or so i'm gonna try to not space them out i have the next episode is gonna be a guest episode the other one's gonna be a guest episode as well then i'm gonna have a solo then i'm gonna have a guest again then i think it's a solo again i'm trying to space them out as much as i can but i think it's also very interesting for you because you get not pun intended <laughs> different points of view and you know it's just richer content richer content I think that's how you say it. I don't know. But it's just better quality content for you. And it's very interesting for me. Because I get to connect with people that I follow. And that I truly, truly love. So, 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 so much. And I admire so much. So it's just really cool to get to connect with people that way. And it's just so crazy how people 
especially bigger influences, how down to it they are. I thought that everyone was just gonna ignore me and be like, yeah, right. Or I thought the thing was, okay, I'm gonna try, <laughs> I'm gonna end this topic now, but I thought that when I sent DMs to bigger people, they were gonna ignore me. And I mean, most of them ignored me and I don't blame them. I mean, they have like, thousands of followers and I wasn't expecting them to respond but I thought that a lot of them were going to be rude I don't know why but you know I've heard horror stories about people who said to other people like you have not enough followers for me or whatever which I think is outrageous but there were a lot of people of course that seen it and ignore me or didn't even see it which is okay you know I don't blame him I'm I can imagine they have thousands of DMs a day. But there were a lot of people that actually took the time to see it and respond. Either they said, you know, yes. And I have them lined up, you know, for the next episodes. And other people said no, but they said it very respectfully. Like, hey, you know, I'm swamped with work. Swamped with work. Oh, my God. Swamped with work right now. Or I'm not in the mental space to get you know, lined up with more work or whatever. Let's, you know, talk about this in a couple of weeks or something like that. And I just, how do I say it? I've grown, that response made me respect those people even more. You know, these are people with like thousands and thousands of followers who took the time in their day to read my dm and respond to me respectfully and that makes me want to follow them more comment on their photos engage with them even more you know i don't know watch their videos or whatever it is that they do and consume their stuff because they are so nice to me and you don't feel ignored you know because sometimes as a follower feeling ignored is kind of weird you're like okay mm, I mean, I follow this girl and I feel like so connected to her through her videos, but she's just totally ignoring my DMs, which is okay. But it's you feel kind of weird. You're like, mm, maybe I don't want to see her videos anymore because I don't feel as connected with her anymore. But when someone actually answers to you and takes the time in their day to respond to something, whatever the respond is, as long as it's respectful, of course, it just it just makes you feel so much more connected with that other person and i think that that's just is key to every influencer in the world i don't think that they listen to my episodes to be completely honest but yeah i just i i hope anyone feels the same way that i do like when someone actually answers to you even if you are not asking them to be on your podcast but you comment something on their story or you send them a dm with a question and they actually answer you feel just so much more connected with another person because obviously they acknowledge your existence basically so yeah i'm just so thankful that i get to do guest episodes even though i live really far away from these people and that I get to connect with all of these amazing human beings here in the internet. Another thing I want to talk about is like my basically quarantine life. The day I'm recording this, which is Saturday, I'm on day... I mean, I'm not on my 100th, 100th day of quarantine. I'm a little bit over that, but the whole country... Country? Yeah, Argentina basically has been in quarantine for... 100 days when you're listening to this it's gonna be 101 
Yes, strict lockdown by the government yesterday, which will be Friday for you. The president came out and said that in the more concentrated city area, we are in a stricter quarantine situation for at least two more weeks until July the 17th, which is so annoying. I am so done with this and just seeing everyone from the States going out. And I know that you had like a, not a second wave, but you know, cases have spiked in the States, but I really, I just don't care. I just really want to hang out with my friends and someone else that's not my two parents and my sisters. I love them, but I just need to see more people and I need to get out of my room, my room. The thing is when I take finals, usually we go out to lunch with my friends, with my friends afterwards, or we do something. And now I just, I, I don't have that. And I just, like looking forward, you know, after taking the exam and now I don't have that. And I'm just like, oh my God. But yeah, a hundred days. That's a lot. Everyone's celebrating it. I don't know why. It annoys me when people celebrate that. But yeah, I don't know how many weeks that is. Again, I think I'm on my 104th day, yes, or something like that, which is a lot. And um, apparently everyone is saying that we're not going to get out until September. So yeah, that is not cool. The thing that is obvious is that we're not going back to school this year. At least until March next year, we're not going back to school, which I really, I mean, online classes have been hard. People, professors basically are being pretty mean and school's been pretty mean with us, the students. And we have to basically, you know, figure out what it is that they want from us. And I'm really, really, really angry at my school, which we're not going to talk about that right now because I can go on for years, but... Yeah, basically, no one is being empathetic to us, the students, and, you know, everything is just, it's it's very hard to adjust, you know, even though I feel adjusted to this online classes lifestyle, I haven't never, have never, yes, taken a final, like, online, you know, and I, that just makes me very, very nervous, you know, the whole thing. I don't know how it's going to work out, my Wi-Fi, I hope my power doesn't go out, I don't know, but yeah, I'm very stressed about that, I really want to go out, I want to enjoy the beautiful winter that we're having here in Argentina, and I just can't, and that makes me so sad, but I'm just going to stop rambling about this, I just wanted you all to know that I'm still in quarantine while you're going out, I'm still quarantined, day 104th. I think, yes, no, more. I don't know. Well, let's say 104, 100. Let's just stay with the number that the whole country is using. So, yeah, 100 days of quarantine, finals, stress. But thankfully, this podcast has been a great outlet for me to kind of not be so stressed. It helps me because I use it. I mean, I take it as a, as a, as a job, you know, as a business. I like how do you call it when you say like well again 
I'm not even gonna say that. I treat this as a business. I take time of my day to work on this, to work on my Instagram, and I put a lot of work on it, even though I have no money. I'm not getting any money out of this. I still treat it as a business. And I'm so happy about the growth that I've been seeing in this past couple of months. And today, no, tomorrow, when you're listening to this, it's going to be like my two-month anniversary since I uploaded my very first episode, which is also very exciting. But I'm going to stop talking about me. Basically, that's all I wanted to say about me. Now we're going to do the Enneagram test but first we're gonna go to a little bit of a history lesson not a history lesson but to tell you where all of this comes from and i think it would help if you can see the enneagram graphic while you're listening to this it's gonna help you understand it but if you can't i'm gonna try to explain it as best as i can okay so let me open my pdf that's what you call it i think it is but basically an enneagram is a nine-pointed star shaped drawn inside of a circle. So basically you have basically that a nine-point star share. You have a circle, a triangle inside of there that connects the personality, well, all the points three, six, and nine. And then you have an hexagonal figure, I think that's how you say it in English, that connects one, four, two, eight, five seven and one basically all the other personality types (laughs) but this is this geometric shape is used by its advocate uh, by its advocates as a model for the study of human personality types each nine points is said to refer to a certain personality type and the amazing thing about this is that you know how i said that there were points that connected that means that personalities connect you know that is very very cool but yeah this here it says that the enneagram self-study is not necessarily is not necessarily a spiritual program although the model is sometimes used for spiritual development because basically i think that this whole thing about the enneagrams and the personality types has been inspired maybe taken from some like spiritual religious traditions you know so yes there was a russian teacher that was like the early ones in the modern world that used this enneagram thing i'm not even gonna try to say his last name because it's just too many letters (laughs) but george and i'm gonna spell it g u r d j i E F F. Whoa, so many. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to say that, but yeah, a, Rus- a Russian, a Russian teacher, basically used this to teach psychology in his classes, and then you have a Bolivian researcher called Oscar Ichazo. I'm saying Chaso because he's Bolivian, so I think that's how you may s- probably say his name, but who knows. So yeah, so basically Chaso began using the Enneagram methods in his Chilean school in the 1970s. So this is very South American. I'm really proud of this. Basically, I don't know if I'm proud, but well. And yeah, Chaso's methods were brought to America, which will basically be the States, (laughs) by psychologists like Claudio Naranjo and John Lilly. 
Wow. Very South American. I like this. Here it says that the personality model may borrow some of its spiritual aspects from various, like, religious traditions like Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Taoism, Buddhist, Bo Buddhism, the same and Greek philosophy, especially Neoplatonism. Wow. That's a lot of places to get this from. Oh, okay. So here it says that Oscar Ichazo, the Bolivian psychologist, 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 yes, psychologist, um, was the one that continued to develop the Enneagram personality studies. He was the first to relate nine divine qualities, such as found in Kabbalah. I think that's how you say it, that it's like a Judaism tradition. So yeah, he was the first to relate the nine divine qualities to the nine pointed symbol. Psychologists like Claudio Naranjo, who was the Chilean one, brought ideas from Ichazo's school to California in the 1970s. He made connections between the Enneagram model and more widely used personality theories. So basically, South American made, you know, a connection between the Enneagram and nine personality qualities, basically. But yeah, here it says that each of the nine points in the Enneagram shape represents a unique personality type. The names of the types vary according to the description of the model. For example, type one is called the perfectionist, good person, or the reformer. Type four is the romantic, sensitive person, or the individualist. The highest level, type nine, is used, usually called the peacemaker or a peaceful person. Well, I'm never going to be type nine. In popular use, the personality, the personality types are sometimes compared to well-known politicians, actors, athletes, or equated with different animals. The perfectionist as a terrier, the status seeker as a peacock, and so on. Okay, so then here it says, using the Enneagram model to study habitual personality patterns the individual becomes more self-aware and learns to avoid negative or dysfunctional behaviors in stressful situations okay let's hope that happens to me i don't think it's gonna happen but whatever according to the enneagram institute there's an enneagram in this institute well this is very serious <laughs> So, according to the Enneagram Institute, such study reveals the individual as a spiritual being who has lost contact with his or her true nature. Living out of his realization shifts completely how we see ourselves, others, and the world, bringing liberation, freedom, and joy. Wow. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the... I'm going to like give a brief summary about the nine Enneagram types of personalities there is so you have the number one there is the reformer and here it says that is the rational idealistic type purposeful self-control and perfectionist okay that was purposeful was a really hard word for me to say but whatever number two is the helper the caring interpersonal type is generous people pleasing and possessive yeah, the achiever is the success-oriented, success pragmatic type, adaptive, exciting, driven, and image-conscious. The number four is the individualist, 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 wow, <laughs> individualist, that is the sensitive, 
sensitive, withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Oh my god, that's a really bad type. Okay, the number five, the number five is the investigator, the intense, cerebral type, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. The sixth, which apparently is what I, I am, but we're gonna, like reassured today is the loyalist is the committed security oriented type engaging responsible anxious and suspicious the enthusiast i hope i'm saying that right it's the busy fun loving type spontaneous versatile distractible and scattered then you have the challenger which is the powerful dominating type self-confident decisive willful willful and confrontation confrontational and Last but not least, you have the peacemaker, which is the easygoing, self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Oh, okay. So now I'm very excited to reassure that my type is the number six. The true, 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 real thing, uh, the real Enneagram test is like $12 for one try, and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the free one, but and I'm going to leave... The link down below in the description so if you want you can do it yourself but basically you have like an affirmation here or a sentence for example i strive for perfection and you have one two three four five boxes that go from inaccurate neutral to accurate and you have to choose the box that best describes this to be able to say it correctly i'm gonna say it from one to five one being inaccurate five being accurate and i'm gonna do a test and hope that i get a type that i like <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna get but well let's start so here it says i strive for perfection five will be accurate i work hard to be helpful to others eh, eh, neutral let's put it on a two like between inaccurate and neutral okay a two <laughs> it is important for me to help that other it is important to me oh my god i'm mixing myself it is important to me that other people like me yes five totally accurate i have this thing for approval like outside approval and it's a real problem and i can do an episode all about that if you want to hear me talk about that but what whatever it is important to me to achieve great things. Yes, five. I'm more significant. I make more significant contributions than the average person. Inaccurate. In, in, inaccurate? Yes, that's pretty inaccurate. I don't make significant contributions. I feel my emotions very deeply. Yes, five. I have the sense that other people would truly never understand me. Four. Between neutral and accurate because... Yes, I feel like that. I think deeply about things. Of course, five. I'm prepared for any disaster. No, eh, neutral. I don't know if I'm prepared for any disaster. I'm always thinking about a disaster, but I'm not prepared, I think. I don't know if they're talking about like being actually prepared or being mentally prepared for it. I don't know. Let's put it in. The ones that I really don't know the answer, I'm going to go with neutral. Which I know is not the best thing, but sometimes you just don't know, okay? It is important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. For between neutral and accurate. 
I seek out experience that will make me feel happy and excited. Uh, I don't seek out experience ever, but let's put it neutral because I don't know. I don't know. I see the positive in every situation. Uh, completely inaccurate. <laughs> I don't see the positive ever. I am afraid to tell someone when they think they are wrong. Uh, it depends. I mean, it depends. It de I don't, I'm not afraid, though, to tell people they are wrong. I mean, let's put it between a four, between neutral and accurate. I let other people make the decisions. Uh, neutral. I'm not even going to just think about this too much because I could be here all my life. Okay, now, I appreciate having rules that other people are expected to follow. I appreciate having rules that people are expected to follow. Yes, of course, I love rules. Accurate. <laughs> I am concerned about security more than anything else. Yes. Five, completely accurate. I think a lot about what will happen in the future. Yes, five, accurate. I don't fit with ordinary people. Uh, I'm doing this sound a lot, but it's like, uh, I don't know, you know, like maybe, maybe not. I think I fit with ordinary people. I have bigger goals than the ordinary human being. Like I have big, big ambition, career, personal goals. So I'm just going to put it between inaccurate and neutral just because of my goals. Okay. <laughs> There's a rarely, rarely, oh my God, that word. There's a rarely... There is rarely a good reason for changing how things are done. No, I mean, neutral. I don't know what that means. There's a rarely, there is rarely a good reason for changing how things are done. No, 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 no. Between accurate, between accurate and neutral. Because why would it change how things are done? I always finish my chores. My chores, my course. I don't know how to say it. Uh, between inaccurate and no well let's put it neutral because sometimes I've, it's 50-50 I'm always trying to be a better person uh, <laughs> let's put it between accurate and neutral because I try my best you know I check carefully for mistakes and errors uh, neutral I don't sometimes I do I like to be around people who I can help uh, yes very accurate I like to help people I like being around people that can help. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, let's put it between <laughs> accurate and neutral. This is very hard. Okay. It is important to me to be successful. Yes. 1000%. I like to feel that I'm an important person in social groups. Yes. 1000%. I have this thing about approval. I'm telling you. The organizations I belong to would not function without me. Well, no. That's inaccurate. I think I'm not part of many organizations in 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 the present, but I was part of organizations, and I mean they would have worked without me. I wanna say, but let's put like in between inaccurate and neutral because maybe they wouldn't. You know, there's like a thirty percent chance they wouldn't. I feel overtake. I often feel overtaken by my emotions. Of course, one hundred percent. Yes, accurate. I have always felt different from other people between neutral accurate I have mainly because of these big goals I have I never felt no I don't know if understood is the word but like that connected with other people that had the same goals you know I don't know why but whatever I like to analyze things from every angle yes 100% accurate 
I always have a plan for what I would do if things go wrong. Yeah, between accurate and neutral, I usually always have a plan. I avoid situations that bring up never they bring up negative feelings. Again, I'm gonna put it between accurate and neutral because I try to do my best to. <laughs> I seek excitement. Never, I never seek excitement. I seek security, like I said before. The next page, we're halfway there. I think I'm good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. Ah, neutral. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I complain a lot, but when other people complain, I look for optimism. I'm the worst. <laughs> I do not hesitate to call people out when they're behaving badly. Neutral. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. I don't know. If I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't think about that that much. I go along with what other people want. Neutral. Some, no. Between inaccurate and neutral. Because sometimes I do, but I usually don't. I want to... Yeah, usually don't. People should... If you hear that sound, it's because it's my computer in the buttons that I have to click to do this thing in my computer. So people should follow the rules instead of doing what they feel like doing. Yes, 100% accurate. <laughs> I see good relationships that offer me some time of, pressure, of, of protection. I, between accurate and neutral, sometimes I do. I think often I do it very often. <laughs> I can cl clearly visualize what could happen in the future. Oh my god. Um, I can clearly, I can see it. I don't know how I'm gonna... Yes, accurate. I can visualize what's gonna happen in the future. Uh, yeah. Average people often find me a bit weird. Yes. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> I like to do things as I've always done them. Yes, another five. Oh my god. I am so boring. I persist until the, a task is done. Uh, between accurate and neutral. Sometimes I usually do... But sometimes I don't. <laughs> I'm not so persistent with that. I spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and weaknesses. No. Between inaccurate and neutral. Because sometimes I do. But that's like a hardly ever situation. I hold myself to very high standards. Yes. Five. I'm a natural caretaker. Uh, neutral. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. 50-50? I want people to admire me. Yes. A five. That's a five. I'm, I'm being very open here. <laughs> I hope you still like me after this episode. Okay. I want to achieve a lot in my life. Yes. Five. If I'm honest, I feel that I'm a bit better than other people. Whoa. No. Neutral. I mean, every... No, no, no. I'm not a bit better than other people. I'm a bit better than some people. Not every other people. <laughs> um, let's put it between inaccurate and neutral. Okay, okay, we're gonna leave it there. I feel a deep sense of grief for what I have lost. Yes, completely accurate. I am an unusual sort of person. I'm an unusual sort of person? I'm neutral, I don't think I am. I take time to understand things more deeply than other than most people do. Yes. 
yes. Okay, okay, we're close. Now, it's important to me to be prepared for any emergency. Yes, between neutral and accurate. Yeah, basically, I distract myself from any sad, sad feelings that arise. Neutral. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I often make changes in my life when things get boring. Uh, I mean, I did this podcast. So I'm just going to put it between accurate and neutral, inaccurate and neutral. Because I don't usually do, but sometimes I get this like sense of inspiration and I start something <laughs> like this. I tend to be more optimistic than most people. I mean, sometimes I am optimistic, sometimes I'm not, so I'm just going to leave it at neutral. I mean, there are certain things that I know I'm more optimistic in and some pe some things that I'm not. I tell people what I think, even if it's hard to hear, inaccurate. I never, I hardly ever tell people what I think. Even less if it's hard to hear. I would rather follow the group than push for what I want. Neutral. I don't know that answer. I feel most comfortable in organizations with a clear hierarchy. Hierarchy. Completely accurate. If there's a sense of organization between what is every person's task i feel way more comfortable in my task because i know that other people have these other tasks to complete so yeah i take measures to protect myself and loved ones from harm neutral i don't know what those <laughs> measures would be i make plans for many years into the future of course i do new york city here i go <laughs> i am an unusually unique person I think everyone is unique. But no, I don't think I'm unusually uni unique. So inaccurate. I dislike trying new methods or procedures, of course. Yes, I hate change. I love routine. So yeah, I focus on my responsibilities and duties, of course. Accurate. I read books that help me be more productive. Or better than what I do. Inaccurate. <laughs> I read books for fun. I pursue a lot of, I pursue a lot of, I, I pursue, oh no, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do things right, yes, 100%, I take the initiative to help other people and make their lives easier, neutral, I don't know, I put in the effort to make a good impression on other people, yes, 100%, I set ambitions, ambitious goals for myself yes i am an important member of my social groups inaccurate i don't think i'm an important member of my social groups okay we are finishing this i'm so excited we have a couple questions for to go okay stay with me okay stay 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 with me okay so i can describe my emotions in a lot of depth i can't say that word today but whatever and detail yes accurate Nah, between neutral and accurate. Uh, four, 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 four out of five is a good one. I often feel like an outsider. Four again. I usually do. <laughs> I find myself to be. I find my mind to be a very interesting place. Yes, no, that doesn't mean that it's a good thing, but it's an interesting place. I have a bunch of thoughts and stuff going on in my mind. <laughs> I'm always aware of what can go wrong in a situation. Yes, a five. 
I have many ways of avoiding situations that get me down. Inaccurate. Neutral. Neutral. I'm always up for a new adventure. Uh, Inaccurate. I believe that things usually work out for the best. Neutral. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. I stand up for what I believe in, even if it upsets upsets other people. I can't talk today. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I stand up for what I believe in. Uh, Yes. I mean, let's put it on a four. I don't know. Yes, a four. Like uh, between neutral and accurate. I let other people take the lead. Eh, Neutral. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I dislike people who disrupt things by breaking the rules. Five. I hate those people. I make alliances with people who can help me stay safe and secure. Of course I do. I often look ahead toward what is coming next. Yes, five. (laughs) Accurate. I have different interests than most people. Um, neutral. Um, half and half, you know, <laughs> I think. The traditional way of doing things is the best way. Yes, of course. I am a responsible and reliable person. Uh, four. Yes, I am. I have a lot of plans of how I can improve myself. Neutral. <laughs> I make sure that even small details are correct. Neutral. Uh, between inaccurate and neutral. <laughs> I enjoy caring for others and their needs. Inaccurate. <laughs> Between inaccurate and neutral. I want to be a person that others can look up to. Yes, 100%. I put myself... I push myself to succeed. Yes. Okay, now we're going on the last... On the last questions okay so i make important contributions to my community inaccurate i make zero contributions to my community if you wanted to know i rarely have strong emotions inaccurate i have very 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 strong emotions i feel like i never truly belong in social groups oh this is a hard one because i do and sometimes i don't i mean neutral because have a, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like I belong somewhere. There are the days that I'm like, oh my god, who are? Why am I hanging out with these people? Why are these people hanging out with me? It's, it's a whole thing. My mind is a whole thing in itself. I want to learn as much as I can about how the world works. Yes, a hundred percent accurate. It is the most important for me to understand what can go wrong in a situation. Yes, 100%. I take steps to ensure I don't feel sad and lonely. In between neutral and inaccurate. Trying new things keeps life interesting, inaccurate. (laughs) My life is kind of interesting without 100% new things. It's not interesting. Okay, well, we'll put it between neutral and inaccurate. Yeah, I am an upbeat person. What's an upbeat person? Upbeat. I don't know. Let's put it in neutral because I don't know what that is. I may usually. I'm usually the one to take this to take a stand when others won't. Between inaccurate and neutral. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I am. Sometimes, other people have stronger opinions than I do. Of before. Between accurate and neutral, between accurate and neutral, sorry. Everyone has a role to play in society and a duty to do their best. 
100%. I am concerned with protecting what I have. 100%. I have a good sense of what my future holds. Uh, four, you know, maybe. <laughs> I am an average person with ordinary likes and dislikes. Uh, neutral, maybe. I try new things. I try new ways of doing things just to see if they will work. No. I have a great deal of willpower. Neutral. <laughs> Self-improvement is a major interest of mine. 100%. Okay. So now, get my results. Get my results. Oh my god, what can I get? What am I getting? What am I getting? Okay, everyone. So, it is confirmed. I am a type 6. But I wanted to tell you that when you get your results, you get this very, very cool graphic that I'm going to explain as best as I can. So, you get a circle divided in nine triangles kind of triangles to me they are triangles okay but those triangles have different shapes so for example different no shapes they have different yeah different um how do you call it they're big or they're small okay that's what i'm trying to say for example my number six triangle there's in like a turquoise color it's very big it stands out a lot because I am a type 6, so for example, this one that has a 7 is very, very small. The eight, the number 8 one is also small, the 9 is also small, the 1 and the 2 are bigger, the 3rd is smaller than those, and the 5 and the 4 are the same as the 1 and the, one and the 2. <laughs> okay, I tried to do it as my best, but what I'm trying to say is that this test kind of is just doesn't close you or stucks you in one personality type of course you get one enneagram as your personality type but it says that you have qualities from all of them sometimes smaller like me i'm not the enthusiast so my seven is smaller but i'm not only you know the loyalist one i have like i don't know let's look the what was the you know the reformer or the helper or the investigator, you know, or the perfectionist. I have some qualities out of them. The one that I'm, the ones that I'm not are the challenger, the enthusiast, the peacemaker, and the achiever. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, okay. That's good to know. Oh, here it says the match that you are to each. Oh, this is very cool. For example, I am a ninety-nine percent match to the six type. I am, uh, I don't know, a 76% to the perfectionist. I am 66% to the challenger. I am 43% to enthusiast. Oh my God, this is so cool. So yeah, so basically, I mean, I know a lot of people criticize this test being like, oh my God, you're not just one thing. And of course, no one is just one thing. The human being and the human mind is so complex. And here in you know, takes that into account and tells you that everyone is the nine personalities, just in a different percentage, you know? That is very cool. Okay, so I'm going to read more about type 6, if I can find something about type 6. So I'm here in Enneagram.com, and you can just search for the tab that says Enneagram, and you get the types, and I'm going to read a small description, or it says like, you know, a lot of things about it uh, um, there are so many pages and so many so much information about this again the test that i took was the free one there's a 12 bucks one that you can take if you want to pay 12 bucks 
12 bucks to for a personality test i don't feel like doing that in this economy we don't do those bad things <laughs> but again this is the most accurate test or personality description thing i've ever gotten i don't feel um how do you say it i don't feel connected to my zodiac sign i'm i don't feel like sagittarius i know there are way more many things that go into zodiac signs and astrology but i just don't feel connected to those and again i have a twin sister so we both have the same birth chart or at least i think we do and we are completely different persons so astrology is out for me and i've taken the other test i don't know what the name is that one that you get the the worst the introvert and everything that's a good one but i just don't remember my results from that but this is very easy to take very easy to understand and it's very very accurate i follow a girl on instagram i'm gonna search her name because she has been doing some amazing like enneagram graphics so you should follow her the things that she does um for type six i feel very um connected and very like i would do those things like i am that the type six because i she puts you know the things that are in my mind in some <laughs> graphic on instagram she's called somewhere creating studio so yeah i'm gonna link her on instagram and everything down below but again the type six is called here the loyal skeptic basic proposition love and protection are gained by vigilance and endurance yes habitual focus of attention threat hazard and difficulties yes <laughs> what loyal skeptics tells us about themselves they are preoccupied with safety with oh they are preoccupied with safety and security concerns they greet everything with a doubting mind and contrary thinking Loyal skeptics report active imaginations that amplify questionable areas. They question people and authority. People, maybe authority, hardly ever. They procrastinate because of fear, the outcome, failing to pressure. Oh my god, that was... Okay, I'm going to read it and I'm going to calm myself down. They procrastinate because of fearing the outcome, failing to complete projects. If that is not me... I don't know what it is. Oh my god, that sentence is so mean. Okay, so I'm type 6, completely confirmed. I hope you're happy to know. Okay, so this bring, brings us to the end of this episode. It's been a kind of a long one, but I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something about myself, about me. <laughs> I hope this encourage you to find your enneagram type it's very interesting it's very cool and yeah basically i'm a type six i want to know what type you are i'm gonna post probably something on instagram so you tell me what is your enneagram type um and yeah thank you so much i want to thank i forgot in the intro so i'm gonna do it now i hope someone is listening to this part but i want to thank everyone for you know i mean I wouldn't have gotten to 10 episodes if no one would have heard my first ninth. So I want to thank everyone that listened to my episodes, listens to my podcast, supports me, comments. Yes, everything. All the support and all the love here on my Instagram and everything. 
thank you so much so many exciting things are coming so many exciting people are coming to this podcast i hope you enjoy and i hope you enjoy the interviews and the guests and the knowledge that i'm gonna try to bring you because knowledge is power my friends so yes i'm very hungry apparently i'm gonna go do myself some grilled cheese which is my favorite new recipe in the world <laughs> and then i'm gonna have class it's saturday and i have class which it makes me want to kill myself but whatever we're not gonna talk about that right now thank you so much for 10 episodes thank you so much for your support thank you so much for listening and next week's episode I'm just gonna say it now because if you're here, you're a true supporter. It's with what's Emily doing? Yes, the influencer Instagrammer. You should follow her and listen to my next episode to listen about what she has to say about social media, so work in New York and everything. So, yes, thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next week. Bye.